Dear King, there are many twists and turns navigating Earth. I know you are not offended by your children's questions and you can handle our emotions. Since we are called to be ambassadors, help us to establish heaven here on Earth. Now, life won't be perfect and that's fine, but help me figure things out. I invite you into the places and spaces of my life. I hope the royals will do the same. And in return, we will serve our generation in the will of God. Humbly submitted, Pia. What's up, royals? It's you guys. It's Pia, and I'm back with another episode of Dear King, the podcast. Thank you so much for being back here with me. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Be sure to go after this to continue the conversation at www.dearkingonline.com. You can subscribe, get in for the blog style devotional where we get deeper in conversation. I'd love to see you over there, so don't forget. Also, you can follow us at Dear King Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have anything that you want to talk to me about, you need my advice, or you want to hear my facts, please email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so I hope your week was good. I hope you had a good week. I had an amazing week. Lots of things happening in my world. And so I'm just really excited to be able to take this time and talk to you guys, um, get this beat out and get to talking to you guys about life hacks. But first, you already know, we got to get into some facts. So these are the facts. Remember, these are my facts. Not to be confused with, I'm going to take Pia to court facts. Okay? So let's be clear. These are my facts, and I do hope that you run with them. Today, we're talking about how to hang the toilet paper. I know, I know, I know, age old tale. Everybody's confused, but I'm here to clear it all up for us, okay? Are you ready? The proper way to hang your toilet paper is over, okay? Over. The patent is clear. Look it up. Google it. Over. Over is proper. It is neat, guys. It looks neat. It is practical. When you roll something, you roll it down, okay? And actually, you can actually pull it better. You know, it pulls. It just goes with the flow, okay? That is why over is the preferred and actual and factual way of hanging your toilet paper. And to do this, you don't have to touch the whole roll. Can you just take a moment and visualize with me that when the toilet paper is under, you feel an obligation to stop it and pull the other one. So you have like to put your other hand up to stop it from like going too far. And then you're trying to figure out how to like cut it without like, it, it's a whole ordeal. But you know, when you roll it over, you're able to fold under and just snatch it. And it just stays, you know, it stays put. And so that's why over is the preferred and the patented way of putting your toilet paper on the toilet paper holder. And you get what you want, okay? You just get all, that's all you got is what you want. You don't get to just spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it till it's over. And so I hope you really understand this and take it to heart. 
And I hope that the next time you go to hang your toilet paper, you go to hang it right. Amen. Those are the facts. I hope you run with them. Okay, so let's get into something else. I just want to take for a minute, a lot of people be like, what is prayer? What is prayer and why do we do it? And so actually in my emails, I got a question about prayer. And so I said, let's talk about it. Let's let's get into the discussion of prayer and what it means to pray. Right now, what we're doing, I'm talking to you. You're listening. You get back to me at the end of the show in my DMs and the comments. We're having a dialogue, a back and forth conversation. And literally, that is prayer, guys. It's, it's not that deep. It's really that simple. I don't want you to overcomplicate the prayer concepts. God really just wants to hear from us. And so however you can get that done, do that. If you have a moment of microwave prayers of just, God, hey, I need you on this one, that he just wants to know that you know he's there and that you communicate with him. As I was praying, as I got that question, um, I started to pray and ask God, like, how should I explain this? Why do we pray? Give me um, some help to navigate your word on why we pray. And this scripture literally fell into my phone. It sounded to me like, I hope it sounds to you, the simplest yet gratifying response from God. It's almost like, duh. The word of God came and said, I know the plans I have for you, plans of peace and not of evil to give you future and hope. So Royals, the first reason why we pray is because he got all the answers, okay? That is why we pray. He may not lay it all out for you from start to finish, but he most definitely will set you up on the right path and in the right direction. He sent us here, which is, you know, I talk about that every single week because it's important to remember that we are ambassadors with a cause. So we have no reason to aimlessly go about life. So speaking to God in prayer is necessary to get the haps on your life. That is what we all want to know. And he has all of the cheat codes, I promise. Some Bible scholars are listening probably and they're going to say God was speaking clearly audibly to the Israelites. And let me give you some free information. Wherever in the Bible you see Israelite, go ahead and put your name right there. Just say, it says Israelite. Let me highlight that and put my name at the top. Because they are us, we are they. We They are just the same. Every, you got a cousin that acts just like them. And so just in case you don't want to act like you one of them, you got somebody you know that is just like them. Stubborn, don't listen, change their mind every day. That is us. They are us. So I told you guys about a week ago about the God desires to be in your presence. And he wants you to sit in his presence because we are his people. And the Israelites were God's chosen people. He not only wants us to be close to him, but he wants us to hear from him. Because God desires that we hear his plan for our lives, we don't need to be anxious about anything. 
So that's the next thing I want you guys to know about prayer is that we pray to let our requests known to God. Philippians 4, 6 tells us to go to God asking sincerely and humbly. Sincerely because God can handle all of your emotions. Literally read any psalm in the book of the Bible, (laughs) in the book of Psalm, read any of those psalms, and you will hear David go on a roller coaster ride of emotions. He's angry. He's sad. He's literally about to go crazy. Um, He's praising God. He's happy. So, he goes on this roller coaster of emotions, but the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. And so he had the heart of God, though he had emotions that were human. So humbly, we want to go to him sincerely, but we also want to go to him humbly because we have to remember that God is God. And he has views that are much bigger than ours. So we have to be careful not to posture ourselves as if we know better than he does, right? So Romans cautions us, actually, it says not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. So tell God, who is the king, what it is that we need and what it is that we desire or what frustrates us. But we want to tell him in a way that remembers that he's the king, right? We want to bow and then say what we got to (laughs) say, And then we also want to make sure that we're telling God because our human nature is to go tell people, right? Tell our friends, tell our coworkers, tell our family members because we have to get it out. And so God's just asking, can you talk to me too? Can you let us, can you let me know so that I can, you can dump on me, I can hear you and I can kind of give you some, some navigation as to where to go with those emotions and how we're going to resolve them together. Um, The Bible tells us that his peace will guard our hearts and our mind. So we can release all of those things to him and he can handle them. Okay. And then also God knows the plans that are for us and he wants to tell us. Prayer allows us to also tell him about our needs and our wants. All that is good. But if we are telling him all of those things that we desire, we have to give him an opportunity to listen, and we have to give him the opportunity to speak back, right? So the next thing I want to tell you is, or remind you, is that he hears you, and he will grant you what it is in his will for you to have. 1 John 5, 14 through 15 tells us that we can be confident going to God when we go to him asking for the believer's portion, things according to his will because he does hear us. What is the believer's portion? Mostly everything that we say we want. We say we want love, that's, that is already a built-in benefit. We say we want peace, that's already built in. We say we want joy, that's already built in. And so if you're going to God, asking him for things, God doesn't want us to be broke, so you're going to him about finances, he wants us to have that too. He wants us to have nice things. He doesn't want us to want those things more than we want him, but he wants us to have them. So whatever you're going to God with that you want, whether it's your wants, like I want this, or a need, like I need this, um, and we know the difference, he wants us to have all of those things as long as they're in the road to what he has for us. And so you can have a house so long as the house is in the direction of where he's taking you. So if you want a house um, in Maui um, on the side of the beach, but your ministry is in Atlanta, it's probably going to be a house in Atlanta. 
where there's no beach. But praise God, you you can post pictures of the beach. Okay, you can go vacation at the beach. <laughs> you can visit somebody else's beach house. Um, but just make sure that we're asking God for what is in his will for us to have, um, things according to his will. And whether or not they're in his will, he hears us. He just may say an answer that you're not prepared to have. And no's do come, royals. I wish I could tell you that they don't, but they do because he has the perfect will for our life. And he is committed to giving us the best life, not the life that we think is best. Because like I said earlier, he has a broader, a more high perspective of what life looks like down here. He can see the whole bird's eye view. We can only see what we have in our peripheral and what we see around us. So just remember that, okay? His answer is always going to come. And so be on the lookout for the answer because he absolutely hears us. And then the other thing I want to remind you is don't give up or lose faith. Just keep praying. Jesus tells us this himself. Luke 18, 1 through 8 is a short parable on how persistence changes things. And I actually took the time to um, to pull this up because I really want to read this so you guys can hear the whole story. So listen to what the word of the Lord says. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always should pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? My favorite part is he will avenge them speedily, but will they have faith? Royals, even 51% over your doubt is enough to please God. Without it, it is impossible to please him. I once was told that we only pray over and over to make ourselves feel better, but I disagree. Jesus wants us to continue according to our heart, like this woman in the parable. We don't know what God's timing looks like, but inside of our prayers, he can and will hear our hearts. So just keep praying. Whatever it is, if you don't feel like you've heard the answer, if you don't feel like you have gotten um, any type of clarity or confirmation, God is not offended by you asking over and over for it until it comes to pass or until you are settled that you've received the answer to the prayer. God is not going to get tired of you talking. He is just going to be intentional about listening. And as you continue to talk, as you continue to go over and over and over about the thing that troubles you, he's going to hear your heart and he's going to make sure that you hear from him. Finally, family, live your days like this. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, 
and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Smile, laugh, and enjoy. God wants you to be the light in life. So pray without ceasing. Don't let there be a long period of time that you haven't had an opportunity to speak to God. And like I said earlier, instant prayers are effective prayers. They are just a way for you to let God know that you acknowledge him and that you know that he is still right there with you. So you can say things like, God, thank you for this weather today. God, I just wanted to ask you a favor. If you could just shower some favor on me as I go into this presentation today or Lord, forgive me for my attitude because I'm about to I'm about to have an attitude in this meeting or whatever it is. God is not offended no matter what good, bad, ugly or indifferent. It all works together for you. So be thankful, not only in your heart, but with your mouth. OK, Royals, I really do hope you understand that God just really wants the best for all of us and spending time in prayer allows us to tell him what best looks like for us. You know, like we we have an idea of what we want on this earth. And prayer, this conversation like we're having right now, is just an opportunity for us to let it all hang out, for us to get it all on the um, on the table, for God to pick up and sort out and do what needs to be done. Remember that you have an advocate in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit makes intercession. So even if you feel like your prayers are whack, like you're not getting all the words right, you're not saying what you really mean, or you don't really know what you want, the Holy Spirit was sent to us to comfort us, but also to make intercession for us. So he is weeding those prayers to make sense every single time you open your mouth. So just get started. Just get started praying. And so right now, I want to pray over that. Father God, I just ask you that you meet us right where we are. We thank you that you have spent time with us, that you are waiting patiently for us to tap into you and what you have for us and just spending time in communication with you. But Lord, teach us. Teach us how to pray. Teach us what words to use. Teach us when it is an opportunity to pray. Give us a conviction or just an umption, a, a feeling to just lift this issue or that issue up to you. Let us not be afraid to tell you what we really want. We know that you have a heart for your people. We are your children and you are a good, good father and you give great gifts. So God, allow us to just bring to you our raw, real desires that you might be able to be present with us every single time, participating in the everyday happenings of our lives. Allow us to just come to you as we are, the way that we know how to talk to you and receive those prayers. Reward those prayers, God. Reward the prayers that sound crazy, that are not all put together so that we have the courage to come to you the next time. I thank you that we are deserving of the things we pray for. I thank you that the things that we ask, the believers' portions of love, joy, peace, and patience, and financial breakthroughs, and healing in our body, by our by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are already healed. So that is a believer's portion. We can come boldly asking for those things. And so God, remind us that we are your children, and these things are already in the package. And all we have to do is ask. Keep us, guide us, cover us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Royals. I am so 
happy to have shared that with you today. Again, someone asked me about prayer, so I just wanted to make sure to to tell you guys a little bit about it. And if you have more questions to dig deeper in that, please let me know at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com. And as you know, I am going to give you an opportunity if you are my friends and you haven't yet become a royal, meaning you are my friend and you've been tuned in, but unfortunately, you haven't gotten to know my bestie, my bestie God, my bestie, my brother, Jesus Christ, who died for you. I want to give you an opportunity right now to take him as your own. He's been waiting for you. And it's not all that deep. I'm going to keep it real with you. It's a decision that you have to make for yourself. So I want to give you the opportunity to do that now. If you will have him, I'll just say a prayer and you can repeat it right after me. You'll say, Dear King, thank you for loving me. I believe that you lived and you died just for me. Today, I ask you to plug in. I'm ready. I believe in expectation. Better is on the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, friend. If you said that, you are a royal. Heaven rejoices for you. It's a whole party happening for you right now. And I want to join in. I want to give you a big virtual hug. So please email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. Letting me know that you made that decision so I can give you a big virtual hug and give you any resources that you may need along the way. Please know that we will be here, me and the Royals, next week, Wednesday, for another episode of Dear King. I'm about to get out of here, but y'all know where I will be at www.dearkingonline.com for the blog style devotional that will follow this conversation of life hacks. What is prayer? Why do we pray? There will be scriptures, praise and worship song selections and just goodies for you to take and take this on the rest of your week. If you need something from me, you know where to find me. But until then, I'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye, Royals. Goodbye, Royals.